Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. Hello, fellow patriots, liberty lovers, and still chumps for Trump. Until uh, the fat lady sings. But you know me, I'm a stubborn SOB. I I don't uh, give up. Great to welcome in uh, Dave Schwartz here on the post-election day edition of the Bobby Mack Show. Hi, Dave, and welcome. How you doing? Hey, uh, you know, Bobby Mack, um, happy Wednesday. And, um, you know, it's just a fitting near end to 2020. Boy, isn't that the truth? We, you know, it, 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 yeah. Did we expect anything different? Probably you know? not. I mean, you know, all the pundits were talking about a blowout. Uh, there'll be no right. uh, blue ra- wave, no red wave, uh, no clear-cut confirmation of a basic direction that's agreed on by an obvious majority of Americans, which means uh, that uh, we're going to see more polarization and, and not less. Yeah. No, I, I think that's right. Um, now, I I have, you know, I've been perusing the Internet during the day here, um, and I don't know what the latest is on the presidential race. I mean, I'm not I know you've been, I'm sure, talking about it. Um, and it sounds like, you know, the president's going to uh, sue the state of Michigan, Pennsylvania. Um, yes. It looks like, you know, Wisconsin is almost certainly going to a recount. So, um, you know, this thing looks far from over. Um, yeah. In fact, yeah, it, the, it looks a heck of a lot more like 2000 than it does 2016. Yeah, that's exactly correct. And and may end up uh, with the uh, same Supreme Court uh, yeah. chiming in on this, this time uh, not on hanging chads, but on mail-in ballots okay. and uh, uh, numbers. Well, Georgia, Texas, and others had these ballot drop-off boxes uh, where, yeah. you know, you, you got a few ballots and uh, you fill them out and you drive by and you drop them off. And uh, there you go. You got however many votes you need. Well, th- thank goodness the listeners uh, of the Bob McClay radio show chimed in and stopped that from happening because there were Republican leaders in the state house that wanted those unattended ballot drop boxes. Yeah, in that's the true. Carolina. Thank that's true. They that did. Happen. Y'all stopped that. Um, but it is it. Look, um, it, it's so hard to even begin to kind of concentrate all of this. We we know what we know. And we don't know what we don't know. And yeah, it's still very is, close. It, it's very, very close. Um, Nevada is still very, very close. And, and this, again, to expect anything less in a year which is, you know, the, in which we've lived in this year. 
um, was sort of just uh, wishful thinking. Um, but I will say, Bob, and one thing we can talk about with certainty is the absolute disaster of these polls yep. and the the complete, uh, you know, manipulate. I mean, it's obvious manipulation. Um, these, you know, these mainstream media outlets use these, uh, you know, polling agencies and they were uh, that is for sure. They were so far off. I mean, you know, I, I saw a poll last week, correct me if I'm wrong, but I think, you know, Biden was up by 17 points in Wisconsin. You know, I mean, <laughs> right. these are the kind of things. Oh, yeah. It's just so absurd. And and I, I don't know about you, but I mean, I, I wonder if there's going to be a correction in this industry. I mean, I know we're asking a lot of uh, these huge corporate special interests that run the these media corporations. But at the end mm-hmm. of the day, I mean, this is blatant manipulation. Yeah. Yeah. The level of coordination to even make this race close, because you saw the lines, uh, not only here in South Carolina, but you saw the crowds for Donald Trump in the closing days of the campaign. The level of coordination to make this race close is stunning. Yeah. Yeah. No, and and it's, 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 it's a form of manipulation. Sure. Um, And, and I, and, and what I hope is that more and more Americans and, and, and South Carolinians, as well, look at this and just dismiss these these polls because, I, I, you know, some were accurate this time, some were accurate last time, some are completely inaccurate all the time. But, you know, and then the exit polls, too. I mean, I saw some of these right. exit polls yesterday. Yeah. They were so horribly off. Total, I mean, totally fraudulent. It, it really is. And it's, it's look, you know that these folks that answer, and by the way, I don't know about you, Bob, I've never been polled before. I've never had nope. anybody Gallup or NBC News or any of these companies. I've never been polled. And I will tell you um, that it's, it, the folks that, that self-identify to be polled are strange and odd in themselves, right? I mean, mm-hmm. I, even if I was ever called, I wouldn't want to answer. I mean, you know, I'm the yeah. kind of guy, by the way, as I'm sure you are. That, you bet. Uh, you know, every 10 years I get the um, the, 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 uh, the certain, the, um, oh, what am I thinking of here? The, the national survey, the, um, the census. You know, I tell right. him how many people live in the house, okay? That's the bare minimum. That's all the government needs to know, and that's what right. I send back to them. I don't. I, I wouldn't answer the poll even if I was asked. I wouldn't yeah. answer. Yeah, I know. So well, I, here's you know, here's here's one. Here's one explanation, Dave, for why you or I have never been polled. We're not Democrats. Yeah. <laughs> well, <laughs> we're certainly not. We're certainly not liberals. And, and look, we, we're most conservatives. You know, we don't want people to know our business. I don't exactly. Want, you know, even right. I, look. You know, hey, that's my, that's my response to the pollsters too. It's none of your damn that's right. business. That's right. That's right. And, and, <laughs> and again, going back even to the census, right? It's none of your damn business. How many kids I got? What right. you know race my wife is? Like, yep. You don't need to know that. It's none of your damn business. And you know, so the pollsters need for them and for these news organizations not to understand this. That look, folks don't want to. You call they call them the shy Trump voters. I just call them normal people. They right. don't want people to know what their opinions are. They, they're exactly. There's no and so it's it's no wonder that these uh, uh, polls are so far off. 
Um, and and well, so, you know, look, I, I hope that's part of what happens here is that we it's a fraudulent It's a fraudulent industry, Dave. The entire really industry is. is fraudulent. And and even those like the professor at Stony Brook and um, a, a doctor who's been very accurate in his polling or his uh, prognostications for the election because he doesn't use polling. So I want to be accurate. Uh, even even those guys who have been right five out of six times who called the last election correctly, you nailed it when you said it's 2020. We have never had yeah. an election like this before with so many no. absentee ballots, which are fine. I have no problem with absentee ballots because voters request them, fill them out and send them back. But these mail-in right. ballots where they are mailed out in mass by the yeah. thousands, let's say to an apartment building with 75 people in it, 75 apartments, half the people who the ballots are addressed to have moved on to someplace else. So that ballot comes, it's addressed to someone else. Well, hey, what's to stop you from filling it out and, and sticking it in one of these drop boxes? And it's a legitimate vote. That ain't right. That's right. No, it, it's not. And look, I think hopefully we will know more on the presidential side tonight. I, I'm hoping yeah. that, you know, I know Georgia is supposed to finish their count by six o'clock. Um, you know, uh, Michigan is supposed to get the preponderance of their voting, uh, their counting done, I think, by this afternoon. So hopefully we will know more tonight and there will be some more clarity. Um, and I think, look, that is so important. And I, I mean, I don't I, look, I don't take this lightly. I, you know, who knows? We don't know who has won. Um, and, and I think that, as you said, that these absentee ballot votes, I mean, look, you know, that, that that's part of the process. Um, yes, it is. They can't be there on Election Day. That's um, legitimate. They know ahead of time. They request the ballot. They get it. They fill it out and they send it back. Those need to be counted. But um, COVID-19 was a convenient excuse uh, for these really mailed out ballots just going willy nilly to everywhere. Not they're not mailing them out just to registered voters. They're mailing them to every citizen in the state, for God's yeah. sake. And, and, you know, this, I'll say this, too, as somebody who's experienced campaigns and, you know, in a previous life, I was, you know, <laughs> that that was my life. And I, I did run campaigns. And, you know, I, I, the the fraud aspect is built in. Yep. Right. Our system is not perfect. Right. And it never will be. Um, but the 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 fraud factor is always going to be there. You're exactly right. That happens, by the way. Sure. I mean, it's not that it doesn't happen. There there is fraud. In elections, there is for that. You know, I, I grew up in Maryland, and I'll never forget um, one of the first elections I, I, I remember as a kid. I was 1994. Um, the Republican Ellen Sauerbrey was running against the uh, Democrat Paris Glendening, mm -hmm. and it would Paris Glendening ended the election day. He was up by 5,000 votes. They did recount, recount, and I'll never forget. My mom, you know, she was very active politically, and they would go into Baltimore City and go see where these. Um, uh, folks that were registered to vote and said claimed they had voted in, right. in that election where their address was. And you would go to these houses, Bob. They were boarded up. They were bombed out. That yeah. Nobody was living there. Yeah, it's a vacant so, lot. Fraud, right. It was a vacant. Fraud exists. It happens. Does it happen on a broad scale level? I don't know. I, I, I mean, you know, it's not a perfect system, but it, it's built in. We know that it's going to happen. And hopefully, hopefully, uh, you know, that the, the, this is overcome. And, and we have to let these votes be counted. But and, and hopefully, uh, you know, look, I think the president 
um, is is in a he's not in a bad position, um, but we're in this sort of limbo here, and it's very yeah. scary. I mean, yeah, it's it it is. Is very frightening to, to know what, what could happen here. I, I, I don't yeah, know. A lot of uncertainty, a lot of uncertainty. And I'm sure that a lot of people are feeling depressed right now, uh, awaiting what the outcome may be. Uh, we got to take yeah. a quick break here. Dave is going to be with me yeah. for a couple of segments today. By the way, are you feeling better now? I know you were sick last Much. week. Oh, that's good. Much better. Yeah. You, yeah, uh, so you. you, you didn't have, uh, the Wuhan flu, did you? No, I didn't know. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> did no. We'll take a quick break here. When we come back, we'll talk about the ramifications of all these election results for us here in South Carolina, what it means for the good old boys in Columbia and all the rest that's next here on the Bobby Mack show on WORD. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. If your day sounds like... We need the report ASAP. You deserve Medela. If you've persevered through... You deserve this rich golden lager with a crisp but refreshing taste. Or if you overcame... Two more reps. Two more you deserve this ice-cold reward. Modelo, the mark of a fighter. Trick responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. After midnight. Yeah, we went uh, much longer than that last time. And uh, who knows? We, uh, uh, we, we may still be days away. We may be a Supreme Court decision away from a finality in the 2020 presidential race. Uh, this is the segment where uh, my buddy Dave Schwartz from Freedom Action Network of South Carolina joins me. And we're doing uh, two segments today because uh, Dave was uh, under the weather last week. Uh, Dave, uh, let's talk a little bit about South Carolina. The results there, you know, if you're Drew McKissick, the chairman of the South Carolina GOP, uh, you have a smile on your face today that it's impossible to eradicate. You bet. You bet. Look, I mean, um, if there's one thing the president, and let's be clear, the energy in the state of South Carolina was owned by Donald Trump. Yeah. Um, I don't think uh, he, he was the energy source. Uh, across party lines all over the state. Uh, Lindsey Graham won because Donald Trump won. I mean, that's the bottom line. Donald Trump was the driving force. Lindsey kind of hung on uh, for dear life, and he ended up winning by a a huge margin uh, compared to, again, compared to what 
all of these polls said. Right. Um, but but in the state house, it, it, it went all the way down ballot, and I think you saw a lot of straight ticket voting. Um, the Republicans actually looks like um, they're going to uh, take a net three gain, uh, a net gain of three seats in the state senate. Mm-hmm. Um, they flip three Democrat seats over to Republicans, so you now go from uh, twenty. Uh, you know, there's 46 total state senators in the state house. Right. You're looking at Republicans were about 26, 20, 27, 19. Now they're almost 30. So, Bob, what that means really for conservatives out there is that the days of and we talk about this all the time, the days of, oh, well, you know, we just couldn't break that filibuster to restore your gun rights or, <laughs> right. you know, we can't pass. A bill to make uh, to to define life beginning conception because those mm-hmm. nasty Democrats in the state Senate, that excuse is now gone. Um, Donald Trump has eliminated that excuse for uh, weak kneed Republicans in the state house. They have no more excuses, and we have to hold them accountable for that. Whether it's and, and again we talk about this every week, whether it's our roads, whether it's our school system, whether it's our you know utility bills. The legislature has an immense amount of control, and so many times we've heard over the years about, well, you know, I, look, I, that crazy Dave Schwartz and Bob McClain, we appreciate <laughs> what they say on the radio, right, but, right. you know, look, we, we can't legalize open carry because these nasty Democrats can filibuster it in the state Senate. Mm-hmm. Guess what? That excuse is no longer on the table, and we have to hold them accountable for that. Yeah, but that's yeah, big. And, and, and uh, Republicans yeah, well. That's well. right. And a number of, of Republican state senators uh, were reelected yesterday here in the upstate, including Richard Cash, uh, Mike Gambrell, Tom Corbin, Dwight Loftus, uh, Scott Talley, Harvey Peeler, and added to the list, Josh Kimbrell, who, uh, right. who beat uh, Glenn Reese uh, for that seat. Right. So, right. Uh, you know, these are all good things. And, and Lindsey, I don't, I, I guess Lindsey, uh, this this campaign for him may have been uh, the road to Damascus because he took pains last night in his acceptance speech uh, to talk about. He at least gave the impression he is going to be more conservative. He talked about how he would support uh, President Trump's agenda, which is certainly populist in nature, but conservative in result. Uh, so, right. yeah, you know, there, there were, uh, as far as South Carolinians are concerned, a lot of good things to come out of this, including, as you mentioned, uh, the, the additional control of the Senate. Yeah. Yeah. No, look, I mean, now it's time for us to take control. Yeah. Right. I mean, we, we voted for these people. They promised. I mean, I, I can't tell you how many campaign promises I've seen from these legislators saying we're going to restore your gun rights. We're mm-hmm. going to fix your roads. Right. We're going to protect life at conception. OK, you said that we voted for you. Now it's time that you go on down there and do it. And that's yeah, talk the bottom is cheap. line, Bob, because right. talk is cheap. Campaign promises, you know, are it, it, it's cheap. It comes in on a mail piece and it goes out the next day in the trash can. Right. What's going to happen when they get down there, they get sworn in, they go into the state house, and, you know, constitutional carry comes before them? Is right. it going to be the same old song and dance for the last five years? Or are they going to do something about it and restore our Second Amendment rights? Are they going to protect life at conception or they going to, you know, talk about it like the windbags that many of them are, mm-hmm. and not do anything. Right. You know, are they going to are they going to fix our roads once and for all? Are they finally going to get money to these roads that badly need it? You know, I was talking to activists the other day 
uh, up off of um, Highway 290, Locust Hill Road uh, in Greer. Bob, that road still isn't fixed. Yeah. That road still isn't fixed. And, and there so are many. These Republicans, and the Republicans have been in control. Now they have even more control. All of the Democrats, all those nasty Democrat excuses, <laughs> all those filibuster excuses, they're gone now. They own this bad boy, and it's up to us, your listeners, me, you. It's up to us to take control, and we have to because if we leave it up to them, we know they're not going to. Yeah, We're gonna true have enough. To take control. We're going to have to keep the pressure on them. Yeah, well, and, and, and the good news is that our agenda is set in that regard uh, going forward. Uh, Dave, always yeah. great to have you on. Thanks for your analysis and, and your input. And, of course, people can keep up with Fan of SC on a daily basis. You bet. We're on all social media, facebook.com forward slash Fan of SC, facebook.com forward slash Fan of SC. We're also on Twitter, at Fan of SC, Bob, and we're on Parlor. Good, good places uh, to be, especially parlor. Dave, thank you. Glad you're feeling better. And uh, we'll talk with you again next week and, and see what shakes out between week. now and then. My pleasure. Thank Thanks, you, my friend. 4.30 here on the Bobby Mack Show. Back to your calls. I know you've been waiting patiently, and I will get to you on the other side here on the Bobby Mack Show, the post-election analysis this Wednesday here on WORD. Time for our daily salute to our friends up there at uh, Fort Meade with a little eye in the sky bumper music, NSA guys, uh, keeping tabs on what we're up to. Welcome back, 23 before 5 o'clock. Thank you so much for patiently waiting. To the phones we go. Let's head to uh, Dacusville and bring in Mara here on the Bobby Mack Show. Hi and welcome. Well, good afternoon, Bobby. How are you today? I am surviving against overwhelming odds. Well, you know, I kept thinking about Tim's call earlier. Yeah. Not what I called about, but I listened to his call, and it came to me. He reminds me of so many people I know who their favorite T-shirt reads, Don't Confuse Me With The Facts. My <laughs> mind's already made up. Yeah, sadly, uh and, and, they're makes, on, it, and they're on it, both sides of the fence. It, it, it does make you wonder. And and those people are on both sides of this fence, not just yes, one. But that's true. I have a prediction. I have a prediction, and I would like oh. your opinion. Okay, fire away. If, with capital letters, if Trump does not run, win re-election, I predict he's going to pull a Grover Cleveland. And by that, you mean for people who are not familiar with their political history. Okay, Grover Cleveland ran for office. He did not win a second term. And he came back after that term. He did two non-consecutive terms. Correct. And my prediction is if he was the 22nd and the 24th president of the United States. 
that uh, yes, and yeah. I'm not saying he will, but if he does right. not win the election now, I predict this man is so on fire for us and what needs to be done that he will run again and that he will win. Let's think about that for a second, because uh, in favor of that, uh, if if uh, Sleepy Joe wins and Obama is pulling his strings because we know that Joe is not fully capable of performing in the office of the presidency, at least that's the opinion of conservatives. And I think it's proven by what we've seen from his performance on the campaign trail. We will see a hard left turn in this country from some of the things that I mentioned in the opening monologue. AOC and the Green New Deal, taxes will go up. You want to pay 8 or $10 uh, for a gallon of gas, that's on the table because they're going to do away with fossil fuels. Healthcare will be at risk. The list goes on and on. There will be expressions of outrage in this country that have not been heard in 140 years, and it strikes me that that would be a ripe environment. Uh, the ne- on the negative side of your suggestion, and it's an interesting one, is that in four more years, uh, Donald John Trump will be 78 years old. That's the same age that Joe Biden is now. So is that really a negative? Uh, one other thing is no. it may it may be time to pass the mantle using the uh, the brand of Donald John Trump uh, for Trump Jr. next time around. What do you think of that? It is a distinct possibility, but if Junior is going to do it, he would be much better off not trying to run immediately after his father, uh-huh. let a few terms go by, and then get in the race. He'll be older, more mature, and bring back that brand again, and that he would stand a much better chance. You know, that's that's funny you, you mentioned that, Myra, because years ago... When I was still working in in television, I was in Washington, D.C., and there was a well-known sportscaster at a competitive station named Warner Wolf. Uh, He was was very well-known. He worked New York and Washington, and he left the station in Washington and went back to New York. And a guy that I knew who was working in West Virginia as a sportscaster, his name was Glenn Brenner, and sadly he's no longer with us now, a brain tumor. Uh, ended his life far too soon. The the Washington TV station called Glenn in West Virginia and said, hey, we want you to come down here and replace Warner Wolf. And Brenner famously said, uh, I don't want to be the guy who replaces Warner Wolf. I want to be the guy who replaces the guy who replaced Warner Wolf. Bingo. And it uh, it worked out precisely that way. And sometimes when you jump in the puddle too soon, all you end up is getting muddy. You're not able to swim. And I'm not saying he's incapable now. I'm just saying there's a reason why they make the age limit 35 years to become president. Uh Not that he doesn't have the maturity, but the maturity does not hurt ever. Yeah, true enough. True enough. Interesting stuff to think about, Myra. And you sound like uh, you're from uh, my school, uh, where we're just uh, 
a, a couple of uh, stubborn SOBs and, 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 and refuse to give up on conservative principles and defending the freedoms and liberties the founders intended us to have as citizens of America. Heaven forbid that we should think that way. <gasps> yep, absolutely. Thanks a lot for the you call. I appreciate it. Sir. You too. Thank you very Bye-bye. much. 4.43.17 be, uh, before 4 o'clock. Uh, Kenneth, I believe, is next, and he is in Fountain Inn. Hi, Ken. Oh, I'm sorry. Lonnie is next uh, here on the Bobby Mitchell. Where Where is he on the list? Uh, oh, Bonnie is next. I'm sorry. Misunderstood. Bonnie is in Gaffney. Hi, Bonnie, and welcome to the show. Hi, Bobby Mack. How are you? So far, so good. <laughs> well, I just have a question that kind of came to me. Uh, what would happen if Joe Biden were to die within the next day or so? That would present a, an interesting situation for the for the DNC, for the Democrat National Committee. My understanding is once a candidate uh, is the official candidate for the presidency of, of a major political party, Democrat or Republican, uh, if something untoward happens along the way and they shuffle off this mortal coil while still a candidate without having been confirmed by the Electoral College, uh, without having uh, the joint session of Congress approve that individual as the next president of the United States and without being sworn in with none of that official stuff happening, it would then be the responsibility of that party's controlling uh, leaders, that would be uh, the power brokers at the DNC, to select an individual to replace uh, the person who since passed away as their candidate for the presidency. And my assumption would be, since she already is the VP candidate, that that would be Kamala Harris, but it would be up to them to select the replacement for the departed former presidential candidate. So then would the election carry on as it is now? Boy, that's a good question. Uh, <laughs> it, it is. It has never happened. So uh, I, I can't give you a, an, an affirmative answer one way or the other. Uh, I, I don't know. I, you know, part of me wants to say, well, since she was a part of the ticket, then the votes were for the Biden-Harris ticket. And since Biden is now gone, uh, she would get those votes. But that's merely an assumption on my part. It's a, it's a curious question, and fortunately, one that we've never had to wrestle with, to my knowledge. Thanks, Bonnie. I appreciate it. That's, a, that's, that's an interesting question. Many uh, don't believe that Biden is up to the stresses of uh, the office of the presidency. Should he win and uh, could end up having to resign for health reasons? Maybe the Democrats end up using the 25th Amendment. He's a non compass mentis. He's not uh, in his right mind and has to be replaced. Who knows? Boy. What's that ancient Chinese curse? May you live in interesting times. 14 before 5 here on the Bobby Mack Show. Be right back.
Welcome back. 4.52. It's 8 before 5. Fox News has just called Michigan for uh, Joe Biden. (laughs) Funny how they will rush to do that for a Democrat, but now at the new left-leaning Fox News, uh, they wait until 99.9% of the votes are in to call a state for uh, President Trump. But be that as it may, meaning uh, the the narrowing path to uh, retain the White House for President Trump Uh, now means he must win Georgia, North Carolina, and Pennsylvania. Uh, It's a pretty tough hill to climb, but we'll see. To the phones we go. Let's head to Fountain Inn and bring in Kenneth here on the Bobby Mack Show. Hi, Ken, and welcome to the program. Hey, Bobby. How you doing? So far, so good. I hear you, bud. Hey, I want to mention briefly about the polls. Uh, I agree with the guy that was talking about them earlier, that they're pretty much pointless. We should just ignore them. Yep. But I, I would argue that when you have uh, someone saying that Donald Trump is down by 15 points or bound, down by a significant number, that would encourage his voters to get out and vote who might not vote. And on the flip side, people that would vote for Biden and they hear, oh, he's going to win by a landslide, they might not actually go vote because they say, well, we got this in the bank. Yeah, I, I, that's uh, that's I uh, that, hear your thoughts on that. Yeah, that, I think that's that's a worthwhile point. Uh, I guess yeah. their belief uh, would be, conversely, if they show that, uh, that say, Joe Biden has a 10, 15-point lead, that they are trying to depress the Republican voters yeah. who would typically support President Trump and say, well, he's this far behind, uh, my vote doesn't matter. Yeah, yeah, but, uh, yeah, it could go either way. I, I yeah. see that. Yeah, but but that's a good point. You know, but uh, as, I, as I said, in my conversation with Dave Schwartz earlier, I think uh, these people uh, in the polling business have proven beyond a reasonable doubt uh, could be shown in a court of law. It's a fraudulent industry. They exist for one reason only, and that's to try to push people in one direction or another, as you suggest. Yeah. 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 And um, conservatives, Uh, I mean, it's not really American to tell who you're going to vote for. So conservatives are just that. They're conservatives. So they're not going to tell who they're going to vote for. So, I mean, liberals, yeah, they'll talk all day about who they're voting for. Right. So that could be another reason why he was so high in the polls. Yeah, the uh, so-called shy um, Trump voters. uh, I just uh, call them uh, regular Trump voters who, uh, when the pollsters call, say, you know, look— I've made up my mind who I'm going to vote for, but guess what? It's none of your business. Yeah, when did it become the norm to go around and tell everybody who you're voting for? It's Good question. It's, uh, rude. Yeah, excellent question. Right. Thank you, Ken. Appreciate you, the call sir. and appreciate the thought. Um, Steve is uh, next up. He is in uh, Tigerville. Hi, Steve, and welcome to the program. Hey, Bobby. How you doing? Good, thank you. It's been quite a while since I talked to you, but, uh, you know, we were famously warned that we have a republic if we can keep it yep and people people laugh and think oh it's okay if they cheat it's just politics politics shouldn't be this or that it's just politics no if they get by with stealing this election then you cannot legitimately say that we have ever had another fair reasonable election Mm-hmm. Because any time any time conservative wins or is win is winning, then they just pour on the millions of other ballots they need out of nowhere and uh, steal the election. 
Well, and we certainly have seen that in California in the past. And and look, uh, to to be uh, to to have an attitude, uh, cynical though it may be, that we have to not only support Donald Trump, but we have to vote against uh, the elitists in uh, the universities and colleges across the country. We have to vote against the media, the alphabet networks, and all the rest. We have to vote against Hollywood. And, and all the hypocrites out there. And then election day uh, arrives, uh, election night, and suddenly all the Democrat-run swing states uh, suddenly have a need to stop counting ballots for a while. That doesn't make anybody in the least suspicious, uh, does it, Steve? Uh, I, I tell you what, and one more and one more thing, Bobby. All this stuff, I hear people say, well, you know, like uh, a person who famously lost their position, Oh, I'm a I'm a born again believer. I am pro life. I am for the Second Amendment. But but uh, I'm a Democrat. Well, guess right. what? Yeah. A lie, a lie is a lie is a lie is a lie, and that's my opinion. And Kim can take that to the bank. Gotcha. Thanks a lot, man. Thank you. Appreciate uh, the call, Steve. Good to have you here, sir. Uh, Annie is ready in the news center. I am right back. Five o'clock follies are on the way next. And more of your calls are coming right up here on the Bobby Mack Show on WORD. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. 